Welcome to Kingdom Talks, where we engage leaders, teachers, creative artists, and everyday people in conversations that awaken listeners to new revelations of the Kingdom Age. All of our courses, community conversations, partnership links, and much more can be found on our website, kingdomtalksmedia.com. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome everybody to Kingdom Talks. We have special guests today, Yana Sanders and Melvina Ladasina. And um, I just have my wife with me, which is always awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, Yana, it's been such a pleasure to have you on in the past, such a pleasure to be with you at some of the conferences. Um, We so love you. (laughs) You bring a dynamic to this movement that is just you know it's so powerful because you cause people to kind of switch their mindsets and and to move them into a new paradigm that you know is actually an old paradigm but it's an awesome thing just to sit and listen to you and share what god has put into you and it it really does shift people when they're listening and i just want people to understand who you are and what you're doing and when you go into a region, what is it that's happening? Are, are you shifting people's mindset? Are you shifting the region? Um, I know I just put a lot on you right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that makes you a true brother, Gil and Adina. I'm so happy for the two of you. It's my honor to know you. And congratulations on really, uh, it's a great promotion. And uh, your lives are kicking off and in a great and wonderful, beautiful way. And so I just want to give a shout out to Malvina there. Yes. And to everyone in Portland, Oregon. I am so excited to meet you all, to sit with you, to look you in the face, and to really share what's um, what I believe my purpose in this earth is. And, and Gil, thank you so much for the beautiful introduction and um, you know, we're in, in a thrilling era. Absolutely. It's the ending of the old order of yes. religious states. Hallelujah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No, we should say hallelujah. Exactly. Yeah. Nice, a nice Hebrew word. Yes. I almost said a nice Jewish word, but it's not Jewish. It's biblical. <laughs> it's Hebrew. You know, that's Amen. something better than being Jewish is is being biblical. Yes. Don't tell any of my rabbinical friends that. Actually, <laughs> we're not such good friends anymore. But they're beautiful people. But there's something better than being Jewish. And it's really what the Lord is calling us to, yeah. to become biblical. Mm-hmm. You know, the Lord was not a religious man. He was never a Christian. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That, that shocks a lot of people, what? But yes, very true. Yeshua was not a Christian, nor was he a religious Jew. That's so but he good. is a Jew. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So what in the world does it mean to be conformed to the image of Messiah? What does it really mean to follow him and to love him with all of our being? To experience all that he has for us. Yeah. Means this in this era <clears throat> that we're willing to step outside of the boundaries of religious systems, just like he did. Amen. Yes. That is you so know, good. 
and, and we're you know we're we're in this shift. You know, we're in the transition. Of, you know, between the ages, just as Yeshua when he came was in the transition, and so that he's our example. It's so good just to look at that and realize we need to come out of the religious systems and step into what Yahweh's doing and not get hung up on, you know, hanging on to what we think we know and making traditions out of it and, you know, making that our salvation versus our relationship. So good. You know, um, the church was like a mother and a father to people. It was the pathway. Yeah. that Yahweh created for people to learn about his son, Yeshua. Mm -hmm. It was the pathway that gave people an opportunity to learn how to deal with issues of the soul and issues of the spirit and issues of the body. There were different eras for each expression. There was the era of healing. It's always an era of healing, by the way, but there was a specific emphasis yes. and we learned we, we we learned very important um ways of walking with god there was a there is a prophetic era but there was a specific time when we learned very important ways of hearing god and um understanding that it was beyond uh, a a human element or an earthly element and the church has been a good mother and father yeah rabbinical yeah. judaism for jews has been a good mother and father, but there comes a time when we grow up and it's time to leave home. Yeah. Now, we don't turn on our mothers and fathers and speak ill of them and speak bad of them. We don't speak bad of the church. We don't speak bad of rabbinical Judaism. We say, thank you. Yes. We kiss them. We take the tools with us and we move upward into the new thing into the new family, into the one idea that's lived inside the heart of Adonai since the creation of this world, this, this creation. And that is for the one new man yes. to find each other, to join together for the purposes of establishing Yahweh into this earth so that his son can come and rule and reign on earth as he is in heaven and to be crowned on earth as he's already crowned in heaven as king of all kings and lord of all lords that's what we're doing hallelujah Amen. <laughs> so, you know i i just can't say it enough to to anybody who's listening right now yana is a remarkable speaker with some great depth of understanding of things that you know those of us who are coming out of the christian paradigm we just don't have this paradigm that Yana brings to the table. From the so, Hebrew perspective. From the Hebrew perspective. So I just encourage you to, to wherever she's at, go see her. And now you're going to be in Portland. Uh, Melvina, tell us a little bit about this, the, what's coming up in Portland so that everybody knows where to go to get the information, what are the dates, and, and all that good stuff that they need to know so they can be there. Yeah, so first, thank you, Gil and Adina, for having us and, you know, making the time. It really makes, it means a lot to me. I love you guys. Love you. We and love you too. I love Yana. Uh, you know, Absolutely. the first time I heard her, I said I was born again. And again <laughs> and again. And again. So uh, uh, I also want to acknowledge Darla, who couldn't yes. be with us. Right, right. Because the two of them are going to be there. They're the dynamic duo. Dynamic duo, duo yeah. And they do bring a wisdom that's uh, beyond, you know, our doctrines and the things that we're used to. But 
Uh, for a long time, the Lord has spoken to me about the, the West Coast, and that's how I met Gil and Adina. I traveled in Highway 5 from the South all the way to the, to the Northwest. And for the longest time, uh, we tried to go to Portland, but the doors wouldn't open. And I think it was a timing issue. It was also having the right building blocks. So prophetically, the Lord has revealed to us Portland as the key. I like to call it a keystone, uh, mm. where you, you really create that gate to get in uh, for the new movement. I think they will, they're, they like to call themselves Portland, keep Portland weird, but I would like to say keep Portland wise. Um, they, they are a region that's very significant. So prophetically, I've always had a heart for Portland to, <clears throat> to be one of those places where we could go and activate and, and do different things. But unfortunately, that took a long time. Uh, and we tried, trust me, we tried, but he wouldn't. And then um, when Jan and Darla came to San Diego, uh, I don't know, it all came together. And I, we had been in Portland and we made connections. Um, and those connections, they, they're hungry, they're, they wanted it. Uh, so one of the key elements for, for the region, what the Lord has revealed prophetically is unique covenant with Israel. You, you cannot bring this new thing unless you have understanding. And, and Yana spoke of paths and ancient, there's an ancient wisdom, I think, that has, is, has always been available to us, but we haven't, as Christians, haven't dove into it. Or we learn it from a Greek mindset and it's so linear. And I think there is a need for those building blocks before we go into this new movement. We can have an old foundation and build the new in the old thing. I think we need those ancient foundation and the scriptures he gave me for this was Isaiah 58, nine to 12. It's a repair of the breach. Mm. It's yes. a repair yeah. of the foundation. It's a repair of cities, you know? And I do get very excited because my son who's partnered <laughs> with me with the sounds and the frequencies, he has many dreams about Portland being the key place. He's actually moving there to awesome. a really, you know, critical movement. The era's already started, but I think we need to get people activated, and I think Portland is that place. Now, for my Northwest people, because we have a lot of people coming from the Northwest, Portland is the gate. It's a port to the land. It goes in, you go in, but it will spread like a fire across the Northwest. And just like the pioneers, you know, they got to Oregon first. Well, they got to get somewhere first. And then from there, you move. So it's not a one place, Portland, and the other place is neglected, is all, the whole West Coast must shift. Yes. And mm -hmm. I do believe that this is the beginning. This is a foundational conference. Um, and I felt that Jan and Arla had uh, some of the elements that we need to get the people engaged in a new way. So the conference will be January 31st, the first and the second of February, that weekend, Super Bowl. So we're gonna have to choose. Come to a different Super Bowl. It's a a different Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Come on. And, uh, and the conference will be that weekend. And uh, Gil promised me that my website is right, right above there. my yep. Yes, you got so it. You you can go into my website and go to the ismalvinalotosina.com and you can find uh, the events tab. You can register there. We have prices for a single person, a discount for couples. And we are going to be doing webinars. So I do know this community is a community across nations. 
and we need to make it available to, yes. to people. Mm -hmm. yeah. So yeah. Uh, they will be able to see it live. And uh, so, you know, if they have questions, they can always, uh, you know, contact me through the website or uh, contact me, uh, you know. Uh, there are people local, by the way, I should say this and I should honor them. Uh, Lainey Putna is a person that came alongside me when she heard me talk about Yana and Darla. She was watching live when Yana and Darla were here in San Diego. And she got so excited and she said, I'm in. So, you know, a lot of these people have come financially. Uh, there is Jody Anderson who has offered the Oasis her home. You know, they've opened in those places. The, Kim Stevens has also come alongside us. I mean, she's my left brain. I can't do administrative work. So, uh, you know, it is very helpful because I'm not in the area. So they really have taken the the the, the initiative to get it all set up. So I'm, I'm very grateful. And it's really their conference. They, it's their region. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I can come as a prophet and say, this is what I see. They so have to... They have to own it, and, I, and they have done a great, great job. So mm -hmm. again, it's January 31st to February 2nd, and they can register um, through my website, and uh, they can pay credit card or PayPal. I mean, there's different types of payments, and you know, uh, I think it's it. uh, yeah, yes. Yeah, is it limited is seating? I uh, no, no. Right now, okay. we we have a good location. Good. Uh, we are going to have. A lot of creative things. Portland is a very creative. I do believe it's the Zechariah One movement. The craftsmen are going to come and blow on those horns. <laughs> and it is a frequency and energy. And, and there is a very creative area. So we have dancers. We have people who have paint, you know, paint and, and will paint live. So I, do, I think that also brings a frequency. We were in Portland in October. And we saw, we brought the sound from California. But remember, it's the Northwest region. Yes. Right. They need to make their own frequencies. The land needs to speak. So they were, I think they were in, uh, activated and ignited. So now we have an amazing group that's coming from Vancouver, Bracey Waver, and she's go she's going to be leading worship. She has a team that's coming, and I'm excited because I heard them, and they're powerful. Awesome. So I'm expecting a, a great shift. So good, and we're actually gonna be at this conference too. I'm so excited. <laughs> and so this is really kicking off kind of a Northwest tour for us as well. Yes. We'll be starting there with your conference and encourage people to come out. We love to meet you know, um, our Kingdom Talks viewers. It's such a joy. And then we're actually gonna be going up to Vancouver, BC for a couple days. We'll be um, hosting some meetings up there. We'll be putting that up on our website. And uh, then our Tacoma retreat is Which the following is weekend. Sold out, so. It's already sold <laughs> out. Sorry. But um, <laughs> if, if you're interested, um, sometimes people fall out at the last minute. If you're interested in, in being on a, on a waiting, waiting list, list. Yeah. please email us. Um, and then we'll be in Spokane, Washington for a couple days. So we're really, really excited to be traveling, seeing a lot of people. But we start right there in yes. Portland with Yana and Darla and Melvina. So, yeah. so uh, Yana, I have heard some information, uh, you know, that you've shared about yourself um, that I don't think you've shared on the show. So I'm just wondering if you'd be willing to give us a little bit of your background, your credentials, you know, because uh, I was impressed. Uh, I mean, I share your credentials about you all the time. So um, I don't know if you'd be willing to share some of that with us. 
Well, sure, sure. I'm uh, Malvina's a scientist herself, so I, <laughs> I, I, I just wanted to throw that in there. So right. I, I'm with a high-level group of people, you yeah. know, uh, Malvina and you and Adina. I'm with the. That's one thing I love about this group of people. They're smarties. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, you wonder sometimes. Yeah, I, I try not to act like it. Or maybe we're, I... Never, never mind. Go ahead. We're creative smarties. So, uh, you know, we're not uh, locked in libraries anymore. Although I was for a while. Uh, I uh, um, spent a lot of time in school. Uh, over 40 years. I, I've got uh, a number of degrees, uh, a master's degree, a doctorate degree, and almost a second doctorate, but I just got tired of school and wanted to like talk to people. So <laughs> Come out of the closet. <laughs> uh, my background, uh, I was uh, a psychologist for a number of years, uh, licensed and trained, and uh, worked with the, uh, ran a hospital in um, Texas and worked for the state of New Mexico uh, as a psychologist and wow. um, the Lord really um, spoke to my heart and I uh, moved to Israel, lived in Israel for 10 years, got an invitation to come back and start a Hebraic studies department at a seminary, uh, wow. a branch of, uh, uh, of a seminary or a seminary here in uh, Albuquerque and I did that and then I moved to uh, academia for a while and taught at a small university here in uh, New Mexico as well for about 10 years but in the midst of that um, the Lord was raising up a community I started with a, a large women's Bible study um, they just in my home and it just grew beyond my ability to really do that so we became a uh, large Hebraic community which differs from a Messianic community yeah. and uh, a Messianic Messianic Judaism is a pretty formal type of religious system now I'm not saying either good or bad I'm just saying they have protocols that they follow mm -hmm. And it's very much like a synagogue service. It is a synagogue service, except Messianic uh, Judaism celebrates and believes in that Yeshua is Messiah, yeah. which is a big distinction. But the services are not so different than a synagogue service that you would uh, might find yourself in at some time or, or not. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> the Hebraic movement is more... Um, loose, so to speak, in this religious format. Uh, we believe in the expressions of the Holy Spirit. And um, my community was about 95% Sephardic Jews. They were Jews who um, have lineage through Spain, through is from Israel to Spain and from Spain into New Mexico. The oldest synagogue in America is in New Mexico. Wow. Huh. And yes, so to e escape the great uh, Spanish Inquisition yeah, yeah. in 1492, uh, many Jews or the Jews who survived that, uh, they were forced to convert to Catholicism, uh, which many of them did, but they fled for their lives because they were being killed mm -hmm. and came and settled in New Mexico. 
and they've been secretive, quiet uh, communities for a long, long time. But wow. uh, as is happening all over the world, people are regaining their true identity. They're doing their DNA. And uh, the group that we were with are Sephardic Jews. So I've spent my life uh, being involved in the recovery of the outcast of Israel. Hmm. Now, something interesting in this era, this spreads far beyond Sephardic Jews. It spreads into all of those who are calling upon the name of Yeshua as their Lord, Redeemer, Messiah, uh, as the one true God. And, you know, there was a punishment that happened to Israel when the tribes separated, the ten northern tribes from the two southern tribes. And um, they transgressed. They said, we don't need to go to Jerusalem. We can worship God anywhere, which a lot of people have said that. It isn't the smartest statement to say because it's true on one hand, but you cannot speak against Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. Jerusalem is the city that Adonai chose to write his own name in. He said clearly, both in English and even more so in Hebrew, that his eyes and his heart would never leave that place. Mm -hmm. That place is Jerusalem. Wow. That yeah. place is Mount Zion. And it, it, he said it forever. Yes. It doesn't say until Messiah is resurrected, it said forever. Yes. And his name is there and his heart is his heart is there. His eyes are there. So for people that continue to say that, I just claim their trip to Israel because I believe that all of us are called to come up to the Lord in Zion to worship the Lord. Well, so if I they don't want to do that. We'll do that. Yes. Yeah, and I just want to throw a plug in then for for the trip to uh, uh, Israel, which I don't know if you guys already filled up or your time limit is up, but uh, Dean and I are going with you and Nancy Cohen. So excited. Uh, yeah, so excited. We'll be going with you in May to, to uh, Israel and looking forward to that. It'll be my first time, Dina's second time. Whoa. <laughs> you're going to have, you're, you're, yeah, you're just, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be everything and more that you want and expect because it's a face-to-face yeah. -face meeting with Yahweh. So you have a, an extremely rich background in the the Hebrew teachings and, and not just that you've been taught, but you've actually taught it. You've been teaching it for a number of years. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you had said that you really didn't have any Gentile friends up until just a few years ago. Is that correct? That That's exactly correct. Four years ago, I met an amazing woman of God, and she took me by the hand and by the heart and convinced me, which is not easy to do, that there was, <laughs> <laughs> that there was far more to the kingdom of heaven and to experiencing the Lord than what I had experienced. And you know, that's a big statement to Jews. And um, clearly it was the era mm -hmm. of the Lord breaking open and, and actually living out what Ephesians 2 says. Ephesians 2 says that the wall of hostility between us has been torn down. But it's never been torn down. It was a prophetic statement. Yeah. But now in this era, that's exactly what's happening. 
Amen. And so she was really the catalyst in my in my life for that and the catalyst for everything that I'm doing now. And and uh, she's the strongest human I've ever met. And I'm and listen, I lived in Israel. So that's not a little statement. That's a big <laughs> statement. And uh, she was tremendous. She and her husband with tremendous love and constant care really helped to bring me uh, wow. into the awareness of what this era is about for the Lord to be able to set me in this place now so that all my friends now are, are um, Gentile believers in Messiah. I, I do have a few Jewish friends <laughs> that, that crossed over with me, but yeah. now spectacular things are happening excuse me, happening in the Jewish community, yes. yeah. they're waking up too. Hallelujah. So exciting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so this is what I find so refreshing is that you have been completely raised in a Hebrew environment and what you bring to the table now is a totally new and fresh perspective and yet God is using you in miraculous ways to open up this, this um, I'm going to call it a new thing, it's not a new thing, but the way where it's being approached with you is a new thing to come to the new man, the one new man. Yeah. And you bring a whole new paradigm to that, a whole new perspective that, again, it keeps blowing me away every time I listen to you because you bring things out that it's just like, wow, I don't think that way. Let me see if I can shift into that mindset because it is so powerful to step into the way that you think. And I, I so appreciate, too, because you're not like we've got to now be like Jews or that Jews need to be like Christians. This is yeah. entirely new place that we're walking into. And I, I so appreciate you bringing that out. That's a good word. The last thing we need are more Jews. The last, uh, excuse me, we do need more Jews in this earth. We need more Jews but the last thing we need are people who aren't Jews trying to become Jews. Yes. We do not need that. And the last thing that Christianity needs are Jews who try to become Christians. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't work. So it, it really doesn't work. And so this is not about Judaizing. Yes. This is not about changing identities. This is about becoming, taking off... Um, the identity of a religious system and stepping out of a religious system. It's like Joseph. There came a day when Joseph had to take off the Egyptian clothing because it wasn't who Joseph was. Yeah. And to step back into the truth of who he is. And Jew and Gentile, we are more than our religion. Yes. We are Amen. more than our religious systems. We're more than yeah. being Jewish. We're more than being Christian. We are the people of Adonai. And there, that has a lot of meaning in it. So good. So good. So now you know why you need her in Portland. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Hey there. Thank you for joining Kingdom Talks. We are taking a short break to share with you the life-changing online course called Ultimate Impact. Gil and Adina do an amazing job taking the complicated and making it simple and applicable for your life. Ecclesia groups are using this course to shift their thinking into the next age paradigm. Yeshua spoke of power, authority, love, and oneness that we have yet to walk in. So if you're ready to deconstruct limiting beliefs in order to step into what Father is doing now, this course is for you. 
Sign up today at KingdomTalksMedia.com under the Courses tab. Now, back to the show. And, and I want to just... To bring that mind shift. Yeah. And I just want to, you know, say we're, we were very sorry that Darla couldn't be here. Um, she is just an incredible powerhouse. And when we heard the message that she had about this coming together and the one new man, it was so yeah. shifting for us. And so, you know, we love what we're hearing with Yana, but I just want to highlight also Darla has an incredible, powerful message that just flows so well with this whole thing. And if I could say something, Gil, for me, as I met them, you know, it is that perfect combination of, you know, here is your very excited Jew, and then you get Darla, you know, with a completely different perspective. That's right. Which, she can speak our language, you know, as Pentecostal, you know, she can really connect with us. Yes. But yet when you put it all together, you really have a one new man. It is. It's you know, it is a, it's a picture. It's, it's a human picture of something we're trying to create. And, and again, get, get that foundation going. And, and Darla has, um, I don't know, there is a, a, her anointing. Uh, you know, she can speak to us well, very well. Well, well I would just, to, what I would say is that very well. yeah. both Yana and Darla, you guys are anointed with a delivery system yes. that God has anointed you with that when you guys deliver your messages it just it hits everybody and it just will shift your mindset and and if it doesn't shift it you'll at least know that your brain is trying to shift so it can comprehend what's being said uh, it's just really deep really really good Thank good stuff love you know you Dar I, I met Darla <laughs> on a pastor's tour to Israel because Darla was a pastor of a Christian church, yeah, mm -hmm. and um, I didn't want to go on that tour because, yeah, that's true confessions of my sinful state. <laughs> um, that was uh, twenty something years ago, but I, I did, and Darla changed. Um, the Lord changed Darla. She she had a dramatic encounter with the Lord. Yeah, and she discovered, of course. Uh, through her DNA, that her whole line, mother and father, are Jewish. So it revolutionized her life. She became who she truly is. And her message is dynamic. And just as Malvina said, because she was a Pentecostal, she um, led a Pentecostal congregation. And now she walks or has for several decades a Hebraic life. She can absolutely speak the language of the Pentecostal and speak the language of the the, the Hebraic way of life, and um, it's it's fascinating to me because I in the last four years I've had a supreme education in this uh, non-Jewish world, and if I'd known the people were as spectacular as as you all are. I'd have jumped a long time. Well, maybe. I, I hope I would have jumped a long time. Be careful. Ago. God's because timing. You, yeah. God's timing. You yeah. all are spectacular. You know what's unusual that just gets me even to this day is your absolute love for the Lord. You all have cared for the Messiah. You've cared for his heart. You've cared for his message. You've cared for his word. And you, um, you carry that. 
Whereas we as, uh, as Jewish people have care for the heart of Yahweh, of Adonai. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so um, this wow. union was That's bound to happen, this great marriage. <laughs> and we're in the middle of the romance of it all. Yes. I'm so excited to come to Portland. It is a beautiful romance that's going to converge into a people, an expression of people on this earth that the world has never seen. Amen. And Yahweh is going to be able to be himself in this earth again through us. But we have to get married first. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so good. Well, and, go ahead. So, and I, you know, before the show, you were making a comment, and I, I just want to highlight so people understand this, is that um, sometimes they think that speakers go around and they speak exactly the same message every place. And so mm -hmm. it you know, really doesn't matter. But you were saying that you really couldn't know exactly what you were going to say until you saw the people's faces. And I think that's really significant. Share a little more about that. And what's interesting is I was about to ask a very similar question. So, you know, <laughs> we're one. You are one, and, uh, and uh, actually you're mirroring really what the era is all about. Yeah, wow. two people who are completely different yes. coming together for one purpose. Yeah. So that's why your ministry is exploding. That's why there's fresh breath, a fresh place, a fresh platform, all those things. I, I think yeah. there was a conference when I... I saw all those things happening for you, and of course they are. Okay, yeah. so, um, oh, I forgot what, the, oh, the about question the, about was. seeing their faces before oh, yes, you could. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. um, yes, what counts for speakers is a fresh word. Yeah. Not a fresh word for me. It's all about the people. Mm -hmm. The sheep are what matter most. Amen. And the Lord cares about one thing. If he's going to ask you to speak, that we must bring his heart to the people, not my heart. Yeah. Not my head that's been filled with, you know, I, 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 I'm smarty. I, I've got a lot in here. But that is not what feeds sheep. What feeds sheep so is good. what they're hungry for. Yeah. And so when you see the faces, every face, every human has a frequency that they carry. And All right, come on. <laughs> a, 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 um, a portion that they carry from yeah. heaven. Yeah. It's wow. who they truly are. Mm -hmm. And only the Lord knows what they need. Only the Lord knows what will uh, remind them of how valuable and precious and loved and honored and cherished they are so that they can have the heart to step into the more of who they are so good so you can't know that until you look someone in the eye mm -hmm. and uh we're we're raised that way we're raised to if you look you must see mm -hmm. and not to set myself in the place of i've got the answers i've got the message and let me just go around the world saying the same thing that's disrespectful to the people mm -hmm. and um if we disrespect the sheep, then we have done ourselves a disservice. We need to sit down and shut up as leaders. Yeah, mm. I agree. Really? Yeah. yeah. Move, move over and get quiet. The sheep are hungry, and the Lord is going to feed them. Not me, not Darla. The Lord himself will step into that room and feed these priceless ones because they're the ones who are going to bring forth Yeshua on the earth. 
And we're going to do it together. Amen. Yeah, that is such a a good word. And it really resonates with me. When I was pastoring in the denomination that we were part of um, 20 some years ago, I was paranoid to ever think about delivering a message that I hadn't prepared, you know, the week before. And I had, I, I literally wrote everything out and then I memorized it and I would deliver it pretty much word for word. And my greatest nightmare was the idea that someone would come along and say, hey, we want you to speak, you know, without any preparation. There's no way I couldn't do it. But the Lord has brought us from that place to where we are now Mm -hmm. to where, you know, somewhat like you that I have a hard time preparing anything. I mean, there's really very in us. Yeah, the message is in us. And it's not until we engage with the people that it begins to come out. Now we will use slides and, and so there might be something that the Father has given us that we will kind sure. of work off of. But but you know, it's it's like, forget the slides, here we go. <laughs> and it's right. just what is Yahweh putting in our heart for that moment and for those people. I think we have to be authentic. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> authentic means I am not performing. Yeah. Amen. I am <laughs> I, I am the message. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm not living the message today, yesterday, a week ago in private with my mother, with my brothers, with my sister, if I'm not living the message, then I am not a message. I'm an orator. And that is a Greek Hellenistic pagan way of life, a beautiful speech with no power behind it. We've had enough of those. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is us stepping in to the full measure of who we truly are. We're not speaking a message, we're doing a message. Amen. We're not uh, yeah. um, uh, trying good. to convince people of a, of a way of life. We are the way of life. So good, so good. Well, having said all that, this is an interesting thing because this will be, uh, this will go live in a few days from now as we're recording this right now. I'm gonna just ask, what is Yahweh, because he knows, what has Yahweh got on your heart right now to share with people? And, you know, this potentially could be part of the message that you deliver in Portland. But what is it that Father's putting stirring in you in right now, stirring in your heart, that uh, you would share with the audience? It's going to see this on the day that we broadcast it, as well as many, 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 many days afterwards. Well, first of all, thank you for that privilege and the opportunity to do that. That's you know, Gil Nadina, it's a true gift. And you're doing this for so many. I just see the Lord smiling on the two of you, really. Thank you. It Thank takes you. a very humble yeah. heart to relinquish your own message so that others can speak theirs. Mm-hmm. So I, I just want to honor the two of you in that. Thank you. Thank you. I think the biggest shift is this. That in this era, we are shifting from an external life to an internal life. We're learning that we actually, when Yeshua said that he has given all authority to us, that we actually have always had the power to create, Mm -hmm. co-create with Yahweh, but Mm -hmm. we haven't been able to do that because our internal state is different from our external state. Yeah. And so in this time and era, we are learning that as a man thinks or a woman, as we think 
in our hearts, so are we. So the thoughts that I think about myself, my relationships, my walk with the Lord, uh, any part of my life, my children, husband, spouse, uh, ministry, as I think about that, that actually happens. So if yeah. I'm thinking, oh my God, I missed the mark today. There was Malvina and I could have said all these great things and there's Gil and Adina and I missed the mark. Guess what happens? As a man thinks in his heart, yeah. he becomes. Yeah. Whatever we, what don't, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he reap. Yeah. We're sowing all the time with what we think and so even good. more, what we feel. Yeah. And heaven is looking at us saying what are you thinking that for how could you think that why would you feel that i don't love you or that i'm not thrilled with who you are and who you're becoming you know yahweh has never for one moment been disappointed with us yes yeah yahweh is perfected love that mm. means not one particle of negativity is within him mm -hmm. it's good. so good so good that means his feelings about us are complete and total devotion and adoration and and exaltation as he looks at us i mean we've learned to do that to him externally but now he is training us to live that way from the inside out so that we can actually create the life that yahweh has in, in mind for us from the time he created us and we can govern that into this earth. I, I think that is so, so key what you're saying because in the Christian church, most of us um, have this disconnect between our head and our heart. And we've been taught not to feel anything but be happy, be joyful, be cheerful. And, and if, if we have bad feelings, we just stuff it all and pretend it's not there. And I know that's not the way, the Hebrew way. And so this is a key component of getting back in touch with both our thoughts and our feelings and operating in that place of wholeness moving forward. So, so let me say this, the thing about that, and, and Adina, you're exactly right. Yahweh wants us to be authentic. Yeah. Just authentic. Yeah. yeah. So if I'm upset, there is, we must confess that, not as sin, but as an authentic state, and then we get to choose our highest. Yes. Then we get to move from that. But if we deny the truth of what we're feeling and what we think, there's no platform to work that out. It all becomes suppressed and it shows up in your body yep. and in your relationships. Go, Gil, I see it. Uh, well, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking of, of again, in, in the, well, not just the Christian church, but in um, American society, for the most part, we're kind of taught that we need to just you know, push all that down, that negativity, because if we just blah, <laughs> then people start moving away from us. But what I think what, what you're talking about and what we need to learn to do is how do we express that in a healthy way? Because, uh, you know, even coming here with all, it's been an absolutely wonderful, wonderful journey experience. It's been one great thing after another, but there have been stress things building up. And I started to vent. I probably spent two or three days in the background venting. And somebody heard me venting. And, you know, we had to have a talk later on. And I'm like, okay, I, I have to apologize and take responsibility for that, you know, for that venting time. 
because uh, you know that that was me. But I the way I phrase it is like when I'm in my right mind, I will think clearly and I will speak the truth. But there are times where I get shifted out of that and I will start speaking you know negative things when I really don't mean to and I don't want to. And you know this this is an old habit of mine that hasn't surfaced for a long time. But the the stress of things. <laughs> It broke out, so <laughs> it's still there. But that's the point; it's still there. So you know, I've, I've, I'm needing to take the time, and I haven't done a good job of it yet. But I'm needing to take the time to take this to Yahweh, and say, "Judge me." You, you know, know, find you that know, stuff. As you, as you talk about that, I, I was asking the Lord, should I share? Um, <laughs> as I was, I was planning for the, the conference to come. Uh, I was asking the Lord, so exactly where do you want to focus? You know, what, where do you want to be? And Yana confirmed it when she was talking about energy and, you know, law of attraction. But mm-hmm. um, I had a vision. And uh, so I share this because I think we are going to have to learn the mechanics of doing this. Yes. And, and, and there is a way to do it. Okay. And it's not shoving it down or going for deliverance 25,000 times. <laughs> not that I'm against it. Not that I'm against it. Right, right, right. But the vision, I could see my head with all my curls and everything else. And, and out of my head came out a ladder that will go up. Mm. So, you know, it would, there's a, a ladder, it will go up to, to the heavens. And um, I became, I, so it was my head, but at the same time, I saw myself as, you know, honey, I shrunk the kids, I was <laughs> tiny. And uh, I started climbing on my head on this ladder, but that ladder turned into my DNA, like the mm-hmm. helix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there was a point where I couldn't go up because the links were broken. Ah. Okay, so I, my, my ladder was not uh, structured properly, so I couldn't keep going, you know. So my ascension, my revelation, whatever you want to <laughs> call it, you know. In the vision, what I could see was myself struggling to go higher, but the links were needed to be repaired. Hmm. So out of my forehead, it, I had like a light like the miners had, mm-hmm. you know. You see yeah. a light coming out. <laughs> And that light was like a soldering tool. And I would solder the different parts that were broken and allow me to go higher and higher and higher. As I went higher out of my hands, I was able to create, things will express themselves. I, I didn't have to say it or speak it or nothing. It was just supernaturally, it would, in the vision. I would yeah. see the tree of life. I would see universes. I saw time. I saw so many things open up to me. But it was just because I had repaired the damaged parts. Yes. So good. It didn't allow me to go higher. So it was a vision. And I did I did go to the Lord and I said, you know, um, I get it. <laughs> we have to repair, you know. So yes. uh, what Diana was talking about earlier you know, there is in this new one, one new man, not, not only we all come together, but I think um, there is a Hebraic understanding, you know, that there are energies and things that will repair a lot of those links. Not That's because right. we talk ourselves into it until we convince ourselves it's going to come happen, on. But it's energy. It's energy. Yeah, yes. it is. Energy. Yeah. And it is sound. You guys know uh, previous interviews. I'm all, I'm all about sound. Right. We, we've, I've seen transformation just with sound, where sometimes you don't even have to speak, but it really can shift you so you can receive the actual revelation or the healing or whatever it is you need to get higher. Um, 
you know, and I'm not referring to specific ascension. I'm, I'm talking about getting to that place where your heaven is connected to earth. Yes. So we become that, that bath, that thing that links you above and below, you know? Yeah. So, but, but as you guys were talking, you know, we all wrestle with those broken links. Yeah. And how can we, and I think this era is about how can we optimize that process and expedite the process. I don't think I have a lot of time, you know, me, myself and I, and all that's broken. There's a lot to be done mm -hmm. for regions. There's a lot to be done for nations, mm -hmm. you know? And it's not about leaving them another teaching. That's right. How can we empower them yeah. so that they can climb and bring heaven mm -hmm. to earth? So good. I like I have to. So beautiful. There's a there's a scene in uh, Star Wars. I don't know if you guys see movies or if you've seen the latest Star Wars, but it's it's so resonates with with where I kind of was at. And that in the scene, Ray, you know, the good the good person, she is uh, training and uh, going through um, you know a training course, uh, you know, for the the Jedi stuff and 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 the frequency <laughs> and the Force. And she's doing great. She's doing great. But then Ben who is the, you know, the dark side, he just projects himself into her situation and it throws her off. And the thing is, once she got off, all of a sudden now she's what I would call, you know, I wouldn't be in my right mind. And it's like, she knew what to do, but she wasn't able to apply it. And exactly. it was just kept messing her up. And the, and the worse she did, you know, every time she made a mistake, she would do worse and she just kept building on the mistakes and it kept getting worse and worse until she finally was able to, draw back, get another perspective, and then mm -hmm. she got herself lined up and the right frequency, the right frequency yeah. and she got control. So oh, it's a wow. great scene. And, you know, and I've, I've told Adina, it's like, yeah, during this, this time, you know, that, that darkness came in and got me, you know, off Throws my frequency. Off. Mm -hmm. And, and I was not, even though I knew what I needed to do, I wasn't able to apply it until for me, and I've, I've come to this place more than once before, Adina will testify, but uh, but it's just like I have to stop, I have to quit, just stop, quit because I you know it's like the harder I try and the, you know it's just this whirlwind, and it's more of a drawing back and just stepping back into Yahweh, stepping back into the rest, yeah. and that's for me the key to step back into the rest, so that I can get my frequency retuned with what Yahweh and Yeshua are doing, and then I can begin to move forward again. Yes. There's a remedy for this. Yes. Bring it on. <laughs> Very simple remedy. I think this is the thing. This is where our worlds sort of clash because uh, people of Israel are raised with a complete and I'm speaking in generalities here, okay? Yeah. So I'm not saying, I, I don't know every human in Israel yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're raised with an awareness of our worth. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's embedded in our DNA. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we had the freedom to talk about it, we're trained not to talk about it. You know, we would say, and uh, sometimes I do say, Yeshua is our brother. Mm -hmm. the, the, the Messiah is our brother. Yes. Yeah. Zechariah is our brother. Hosea, Isaiah, Jeremiah. Now, if you knew 
that you were linked DNA to those people, you would feel on the inside the privilege of that. If you yeah. knew that yeah. God, <clears throat> Yahweh, chose you specifically as his own son, and you carried that on the inside, yeah. when darkness shows up, it would not shift you. Yes. Right. The difference is this. Knowing absolutely in the core of your being, or for people who don't know it, learning your absolute worthiness. Yes. And being able to hold that in the midst of everything, like it's so real and so palatable and so accessible, the feeling of it, not the head knowledge, the feeling yes. of it. Amen. That you never feel separate or less than that, regardless of what the world says, especially regardless of Gentiles, what Gentiles would say. Now, that's a very divisive statement. And the only reason I say that about Gentiles is, unfortunately, they were lied to from the beginning and told that they were separate from Israel. Unfortunately, they were told that they were second-class citizens, and they were actually told that they were... Um, not partakers of, of the heirs of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but in this era, we're reclaiming the truth yes. of who we are. Yes. And that is a experience yes. of your worthiness mm -hmm. that then becomes the, the foundation from which we stand forever. So when darkness shows up and speaks to us, we just look at it like, what do I have to do with you? Right on, I, right on. I, I am chosen by Yahweh of heaven. If you don't like it with me, talk to Zechariah. Talk to Jeremiah. Talk to some of my brothers, some of my cousins, some of my ancestors. They have a lot to say to you when you contradict yeah. that. And we Men. carry in us the warrior, the, the warrior of King David, who went up to Goliath and now holds the head of Goliath as a showpiece in his hands. He wasn't afraid. He didn't think he was going to die. He knew his worthiness. That is the, the magical heavenly ingredient that's missing that Yahweh is restoring in the one new man. Amen. Amen. And, and I, I just want to testify to that because, you know, I, I can say I'm a little envious and a little jealous that you grew up knowing that and that there's a lot of, you know, Hebrew Jewish people that have grown up knowing that. And a lot of us and myself in particular, I, I've shared this publicly so people know this, but, you know, I was a lived a depressed life just in depression up until I was 50 years old and started moving in this. And what what freed me from that was the truth that when I, as I spent time with Yahweh in the heavens, you know, in this engagement, that I began to hear the truth and I began, I chose to believe the truth. And so I've been walking in that truth, but, you know, there's that door that has been, which, you know, this is again, this is the judgment. This, and, and when I'm saying judgment, this is in a good way. The, the judgment from the Father shows me that that door still has some cracks in it. And that I need sure. to continue to go to him so he can seal those cracks because I don't ever like, want Gil. that to, to, to get in. <laughs> yes. You like to fix it. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that vision. You have to solder it. So you good. have to solder it. <laughs> well, I think the question of the hour is, 
who is our daddy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's your daddy? And if you didn't have a good earthly daddy, I would consider thanking him for all that he did for you, all the lessons, cutting the cords, and attaching those cords to Yahweh. He is yeah. our daddy. He is yeah. our father. Yeah. He is our king. He is the yeah. one who pronounces over us every day the truth of our lives. We're worthy. Yes. Amen. Absolutely. So I know we have to wrap <clears throat> yeah, up this Yeah, we've got about... Uh, yeah, actually, why don't we go ahead and we'll wrap this up. Just uh, any any other final words for our audience before we wrap this segment up? About the conference or anything? Well, I'm so excited. To, oh, sorry, I'm sorry. I was going to just give logistic, but go ahead, Diana. I'll let you go first. Oh, I'm so excited to meet everyone that's coming to Portland. I can't mm -hmm. wait to look you in the face, to put my arms around you and welcome you and to share with you the glory of who you truly are so that you and I and Darla and Malvina and all of us can step into this era yeah. and do this together. I'm excited to do it with you. Amen. Amen. Yes. And I was just going to remind everybody, it's January 31st to the 2nd. They can go to my website, malvinalodacina.com, go to the events tab, and you can register, and it has the prices. And if anybody has any question, they can also email me. My email will be in my website. Um, and there are many people locally that are available. Kim Stevens, uh, everybody knows Kim. She's from... Yes. We have Lainey Putnam, who is also uh, available, and, and Jody Anderson, who is providing a lot of the housing and, and hosting. So, Awesome, awesome. It's going to be great. We're looking forward to being there as well. Yes. And uh, love to, to see, see each and every one of you. Time. It's going to be so, a fun time. Um, Yana, do you have a little bit more time? Sure, why okay. not? I'm gonna. We're gonna go ahead and uh, end this section then. And if you are watching and would like to um, be part of the behind the scenes where we're gonna go right now, you can go right up here, KingdomTalksMedia.com, and sign up as a member. Which we're changing that to partnerships because we're looking for partners who are gonna help us continue to move this forward. Yes. And we just appreciate each and every one of you who are already doing Definitely. that. And if you would like to join in that, as I said, go ahead and go up to the KingdomTalksMedia.com and uh, you can you sign up under the membership or partnership section, whichever it is at the, at the time that you watch this. <laughs> all right. Blessings to all of you. Thank you, Yana. Yes. So privileged to have you on. Melvina, oh, always yes, a pleasure you. and such a privilege to have you on joining thank us as well. And we you. will see you all later. Blessings. Take care. Shalom. Thank you for taking time out to listen to Kingdom Talks. You can find out more about Kingdom Talks Media and our mission to unite in faith and grow as mature sons at KingdomTalksMedia.com. Please continue to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, Fringe Radio Network, and many more places. Go to our website to find links to all of our media outlets, as well as fantastic online courses and conferences, including the life-changing interactive course, Ultimate Impact. And last but not least, we ask that you consider partnering with us to fulfill the mission to get these messages to the world. To become a partner, go to the Partnership tab on our website. Thank you, and until next time, live a blessed life Keep carrying us in your heart and sharing us wherever hearts are open.